in a crazy world with so much going on. Two brave gentlemen in Orlando, Florida, John Hannon and Chris Coleman, aim to provide a comedic spin on newsworthy and personal events. With one focused on funny and one informing, will they be able to save humanity with humor, facts, stories, and interviews? Join them as they try to fix the world's problems one joke at a time. This is Funny to Informing. Welcome to Funny to Informing, episode 215, I think. I'm John, that is Chris Pizza of Eisenberg Coleman. The edge to your bono, you're the douchebag. Ooh. <laughs> I'm the sick guitarist st- that wears hats all the time. I still haven't found what I'm looking for <laughs> in these city walls. It's right over by the Joshua Tree. <laughs> uh, dude, it's been quite a little while. Yeah, what you been doing this month? <laughs> Bi-weekly. <laughs> Bi-weekly well, show yeah. is now a monthly show. It's a bye-bi-weekly show. This is the show where we focus on the jokes first, bits of information, stuff from the news, personal stories, sometimes interviews, and probably one of the slowest podcast that do content. The slowest um, podcast right train on the tracks. Chugga chugga choo choo. <laughs> well, it was like it was your birthday, my birthday. Yeah. Hurricane Ian hit me. You went to Atlanta. How did you get through the hurricane? Like, though? I see what the hurricane did to you. Just been, it looks like you went to the alt right barber shop and said, "Do you have the uh, Kyle uh, Kyle Rittenhouse?" And they said, "Do you set see you my up. haircut?" <laughs> yeah. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you have the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse? And they were yes. Let me let me set you right up with that, sir. <laughs> Don't shoot your mouth off at me, boy. Yeah, I forgot we haven't seen each other because your birthday was kind of one of the first things up. So uh, I came out to Nashville to see you. Yes. But the last time we saw each other was when I was out there. Yep. So I forgot you haven't seen me since. Yeah. So I I did get a haircut. But, yep, um, I noticed it. You were fresh out of the shower. It was slicked down, nice to your hair. You look like you were uh, welcoming me to the white race in prison. <laughs> <clears throat> I had to shave. Yeah, like I don't have the goatee anymore or nothing like that. I'm a clean boy. Oh, that's right. See, I can't keep up because yours just ever changing. I I seriously thought about shaving my beard almost off. I was going to shave it to like a five o'clock shadow. And then just oh, let it grow back I in from know. there. I think people would be more shocked than when you shave because your shit changes up all the time. Yeah. Well, no, that would be super shocking. Don't do that. I, I, I won't. Like the way I have way too much. I have way too much under chin gobbler right now to do that. So no, yeah. I got to keep the hair to cover it. But uh, yeah, because that was one of the first things. Because there's been an, an incredible amount going on, and we haven't really caught up nearly as much as we should have. Yeah, and, it's been busy. I know for me, it's one, been super busy on in yeah, all aspects. One of the last times I talked to you was when I came out to Nashville. Like, like outside of like a couple of minutes here and there was. Uh, I guess you didn't know I was coming. Yeah, I no, it was a total surprise. No, you thought I knew God, man. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad you didn't blow it. <laughs> And no, say like, I thought, see you Saturday, buddy. And be like, what? What are you talking about? See, are we doing a show? What do you mean, see you Saturday? No, I, I, I was like, I, there was like maybe a chance that it was given away, and I was like, ah, I hope not, you know. And then I got there, and your dogs started going crazy while you were sleeping upstairs. Uh-huh. Your dogs uh-huh. were going nuts. Uh-huh. So I'm like, shut the fuck up! Like, shut the fuck up! <laughs> oh, I don't care. They Please. just bark, and I just like, 
I don't know. I just think like, up oh, Amazon's here or like, you know, whatever. I think it was a weekend. So I was like, any number of things could have happened. It might have been Sharice's uh, uh, best friend, you know, pops by you know, and sometimes and I don't know that she's coming. And so, you know what I mean? Just I it was any number of things. And I was just like, shut those fucking dogs up. I'm trying to sleep in. No, it's my birthday. But I was I was glad it was like an actual surprise. I was, you know, like I mean, if I knew it definitely, if I knew I wouldn't have taken half an hour taking a shit that morning, the whole time you're just downstairs (laughs) watching TV. I know, man, I'm like on my phone. (laughs) I'm just like doing my morning routine. You know, I'm like scrolling everything on my phone. Like that was probably 10 minutes of poop time and 20 minutes of just (laughs) phone bullshit. It was more shit on my phone than it was out my ass. But had I known, I would have put all that aside and said, I'll scroll my phone later (laughs) and go say hello to John. I was like, where is this guy? Oh <laughs> and she was like, God. oh, that's normal. <laughs> well, no, because you know what? I kind of dealt with some shit on the plane on the flight over. <laughs> so when we were hanging out, like, what was it? In the first hour, I was like, I'm going to go throw up real quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I went to the bathroom. I forgot you did you... that. That's so weird. But yeah. Oh, and I felt so much better. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that's so weird. Yeah, you did. I do remember that. And it's, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's, I think it's the early morning. Did you have a drink on the flight? No, no. Okay. Did you it eat some weird feel... food or something? I did Or just eat. the act of eat. flying so early in the morning probably fucked your stomach yeah. up. Yeah. And I was fighting it the whole flight. Like, I was, if I, like, breathed hard enough, I could kind of, like, push through it. Right. And when I landed, like, it wasn't exactly going away. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Instead of fighting this, like, for the last well, three hours thanks like I've for, been. Thanks for bringing your regurgitated food from Florida to Nashville. We really appreciate <laughs> it here in our restrooms, John. And thanks for not vomiting in a fucking, in a generic uh, air, 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 airplane or, or airport bathroom and, and making it personal and vomiting hey, in our bathroom you know what? downstairs. We appreciate I it. I will say this. I am one of the most, like, respectful pukers of <laughs> all time. Your aim is on point, right? You're one of those. I, like those guys that are like, I don't ever miss this and hit the seat. I piss in the, in the toilet, dead on the toilet every time. You're like that, but with vomit. <laughs> <laughs> on that note i want to take a shot of fireball okay uh, cheers well you got something fancier than me yeah i found myself Golly. a nice uh fancy woodford reserve when i was at it, you know it was one of those impulse buys they put it near the checkout and i was checking out with my handle bottle of uh tito's because uh, i've got my thank thanks to my uh my most recent trip to Atlanta, my girlfriend's aunt got her on um, Moscow Mules. She had never had a mule, and she touts that she only likes to drink vodka. So she was like, oh, try this vodka and ginger beer, and she's been hooked ever since. So while oh, I was tasked with going yeah. to the liquor store and buying a handle bottle of vodka so we can make them at home, I saw this little Woodford Reserve double-oaked fa- fancy bourbon on the shelf, and I said, well, let me get that, and I'll try one you know, straight up on some rocks to see if I'll like it in an old-fashioned, which I know I will because it's bourbon. So, yeah. long story short, here I am. Okay. Cheers. So, I, yeah, because I want to ask you about how Atlanta was. But, okay, so the yeah, reason that was, why we're that, I know. Really, I was like, let's go chronologically. That was after your trip to Nashville was my trip to Atlanta. So we'll keep yeah, it, so, we'll keep it and on timeline. The reason why we're not talking about really the Nashville trip is because, like, right when this episode drops, there's going to be a bonus show, which, full disclosure, disclaimer, however you want to put it, we were super buzzed. We had a full day of a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of, lot of fun. Yep. Um, stuff I've never done before, you know. <laughs> Which, honestly, you know, I love you, John, but that's not that's not super hard to do. <laughs> I could say, like, no. hey, John, you ever gone to the zoo at noon? And he's like, no. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. And he's like, chalk that up to another first thing for John Hannon. <laughs> I've only been to the zoo after two in the past. 
I feel like I deserve a little more credit than that. But you're I'm right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But still, I am. I am being ex- extremist with it. But yes, you know what I mean. It's like sixty percent. I like up. that you think of things in that way. Like, oh, I've never done that before. Because some of the things we did, in all honesty, were like, you know. And again, we'll, I won't spoil it. You can listen to the the bonus content that we're dropping, where we describe everything that we did that day in a buzzed fashion. Um, one of the things was just like food. Well, that was part of it, but it was just a restaurant. And John's yeah. been to restaurants before, but he spun it and was like, well, this type of restaurant that we went to, I've never been to anything like that before. And it's cool. And honestly, neither had I, neither had anybody in the group that day. So it was cool to share that first with everybody like that. That was a good, a good day. And I'm yeah. glad that you came up. The surprise was definitely a surprise. I thought maybe we were going to go on a trip because we had been trying to go to like the, um, Asheville area we just want to go kind of east Tennessee into the mountains and just like stay in a cabin just her and I because we just need some of that alone time and um, and so I assumed we were going to do something like that and then you know she said something about well we're not leaving early and you know she kept hanging around and then I realized we weren't going anywhere that something was happening and then when you got here, I thought that was it. And then she said some other stuff about, oh, well, um, other people are coming over and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. I knew immediately then it was going to be her best friend, Sabrina, who I loved as well. And, you know, my good buddy, Joey, who we both, oh, everyone loves. You can't meet Joey. And yeah, Joey. he pretty much helps us out with the beer, the weird yeah, beer. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, so I, as soon as she said, like, something about other people, I was like, okay, Sabrina and Joey are going to be a party to this too. So, and there was, you know, others as well. So it was a, it was a, you know, the whole thing in general of the whole day that she had planned and events and tickets and all this stuff it was cool and i'm glad that you got to come up here and kind of see it next time you just got to stay for more than a day yeah yeah that's true. it's hard to cram it all the way in a day too i won't spoil it because i've never been to the the way we ended the night right the, at the end of it was another thing i'd never done before oh recording it, a podcast I mean, in my garage yeah that was a first for oh, me too well right before <laughs> Whoops, spoiler that. alert that's the that's the bonus content guys it's a garage we were a garage band for an hour we'll just put it like that yeah oh man yeah no but it was uh so but how was atlanta so when you went over to atlanta what did you end up doing so yeah we went to atlanta her aunt um actually still lives out there it's real ironic um the fact that we got to go to atlanta and her aunt lives all of one exit up the highway from the exit that i grew up off of where i met sharisa in that neighborhood so we were all of like five miles away from my my literal like adolescent teenage middle and high school stomping grounds and where i met Sharisa as well back way back in the day um so it was cool that we got to go up there and even better that her aunt is super hospitable and let us stay there for free so we had a you know a cool place to stay um she again she was you know making us drink she was our personal bartender every night her aunt's a super chill lady like she's so awesome she's a uh, flight attendant for southwest so she's like, oh again yeah. she got a killer yeah. personality you know what i mean um so it was, i i you know i love hanging out with her she's always really nice to me she's been very accepting and and really cool to me uh since i first met her and you know so it was really cool to go up there um so we didn't have a lot of time we only had a couple days because it was like a weekend thing but um it's kind of the midway point for florida you know my florida family and then you know my 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 family up here so we kind of merged and maddie and orion came up um oh your dog yeah yeah Yeah. so we got to all you know spend the weekend together she stayed with her aunt ironically enough maddie stayed with her aunt and we stayed with sharice's aunt it was just odd that way so uh, so maddie got to see some of the win yeah right ants coming through like champs and champ champion ants i'll tell you that (laughs) champion ants um champs 
So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so, you know, so we got to, I, I definitely got some much needed family time. It was good to see them. It, it sucks that I'm not going to be able to see them for Thanksgiving and Christmas this year. So it was good that, you know, I got some of that time in that I definitely needed. So uh, the first day we did a, uh, a hike up Kennesaw Mountain. We went out to breakfast and then went over to this place called Kennesaw Mountain and hiked up it. And it's ironic. Again, I grew up near this um, my whole childhood life. And I never went to this place. I never hiked it. Um, I think we might have visited some of it with field trips with school in the day because it's a big, um, famous Civil War battlefield. Uh, oh, they but preserved you don't go a lot like of deep. that. Yeah, you don't go like into it. Into yeah, it. well, because the hike yeah. up the mountains like two miles. So we hiked up the mountain, which was way steeper than I anticipated. I, I just kept telling myself, "Oh, I know it's a mountain, but like, it's not going to be like." fucking like you know like like cliffhanger out there you know i'm not like climbing a, an open face mountain but it was still like a steep ass fucking walk up a rocky well, ass cliff and yeah, orion that's why my grandson kept busting his ass and falling <laughs> like he had a yeah. he had a rough day but he kept he did it he hiked the whole two two miles up and then we got up to the top and we found there was an easier but longer way down which was a paved road so we walked the road down, which was a little bit longer, but again, it was paved and it's just a really, a really, you know, beautiful day all around. And then we went and had some, um, uh, dinner and beers on the square in downtown Marietta, which is kind of the town there that we're from. Hell yeah. I mean, so when you're hiking, do you feel any older? So like, how old nah. did you turn? 41 or 42? 42, 42. 42? Rub it in. So uh-huh. do you feel any older? No. I'm no. Saying, no, I feel I like turned- my job at Amazon has prepared me for this shit very fucking well. Um, yeah. And I, I'm, yeah, I can fucking, I can walk with the best of them, bro. We'll just put it like I, that. I, yeah, I, I don't, and I, yeah, I, I don't just really. just turned 30. Yeah. So it's so like, you're, you're officially like- old now too. People you think feel that, yeah, that there's a huge difference. No, there's not. I don't. I Everybody puts don't. this, you know, stigma on. 30 40 50 whatever the number is and it's like i remember when i was a kid and my mom turned 40 and back then the uh the joke at like you know like that they would throw at your birthday um in the office you know would be like oh lordy lordy vicky's 40 or you know what i mean like that would be like the stupid <laughs> you know that would yeah. be yeah, the yeah. dwight Schrute. it is your birthday that was the dwight Schrute right. banner of it was lordy lordy vicky's 40 and that was like this big deal and i was always like so that put the stigma i think for my generation on 40 being this fucking number and then you get there and it's like it's really not it's more of a mental number than anything because now i can like look in within myself and say i'm fucking 40 years old like i gotta know better or i gotta do better like i'm fucking 40 well, the whole thing or i'm when i don't tolerate bullshit anymore i go i'm fucking 40 or i'm 42 like i, I don't fucking deal with this shit no no thank you i dealt with that shit at 25 i'm not putting up with it now yeah and like for me i i was like i'm 30 right so my dad right now he turned 60 this year so he's 30 years older. Right. When when my dad was 40, I was 10. To me, he was like Superman. Like untouchable. It's crazy because like, you're you're just now half the man he used to be. <laughs> very Yeah, very stone it temple you, pilots it took you, of you. It took you 30 sir. years to get there, Scott Weiland. Yeah. But I yeah, right now I am half the man he is right now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but like when I was ten years old, he was forty, and I right. thought he was untouchable, you know. And then now I'm starting to see like forty. You didn't okay when he, you were like, ten I'm, and I'm he turned 40, for forty. You didn't think like, oh, he's old now. 
or 40s old. No. You didn't think that? Yeah, exactly. You, no. You, you didn't? You, you thought 40 was like virile and he was prime of his life? Because, I mean, he, you know, you kind of are. I mean, a little younger than 40, you're prime of your life. But I mean, yeah. Way more virile. Of. He was way more virile at 40 than he is at 60, as any of us are. You know what I mean? And, and now my best friend turns 42, and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> I gotta, I'm 10 I gotta years old all over again. This guy's going to die. <laughs> I got to put this man in a home. <laughs> oh, God. Got to make sure he's taking his medication. He's going to be and... he's gonna be working for Coke and having health problems the next thing, thing, next thing you know. <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. But I mean, because, uh, yeah, when I turned 30, man, my birthday, you know what I got for my birthday? I'll tell you what I got. I got a hernia uh, and a hemorrhoid. The fact that and, I uh, and heartache, the triple H of thirty. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I had to do uh, renew my registration. And then, <laughs> okay, but then they told me like, "Oh, you owe you owe this amount in tolls or whatever." Oh, that's and right. I, Every year you have to pay your tolls when you <laughs> renew your shit. Well, it's fine. It is what it. And I get them in the mail. So I had these two envelopes, and I'm like, okay, I pay these off. I renew my registration. Everything's good to go. And they still were giving me the error. And so I download the app just for fun and kind of bring up my record. And I don't know how much I fucking missed in the last like year and a half. But it was like $500, $600. That's to, what your toll bill was for yeah. a year? Nah. Maybe or like that's a year like, and a half. Oh, my God. No, because when, when I renew my registration, I get it every two years. Oh, okay, so okay, okay. It's okay. like... I see what it builds so, up, but still, yeah. motherfucker, have you been illegally yeah. driving on that uh, on that that express lane that they opened up? Because that sounds like a bunch of those fines hit you. Oh hell no, I don't. No? I don't do that. Nah, damn it, the it was still five hundred dollars. Too pricey. Good yeah. lord. That's, so you had to drop all that dime at once in order to that's renew some your shit? shit. Yeah, yeah. I, oh so, man, yeah, that's dude. a stinger, dude. Though you're like, happy birthday to me. <laughs> Spend over a thousand or almost a thousand dollars. Spend almost one G. <laughs> I hate you, Florida government. Yeah. DeSantis, happy my ass. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday to me. Yeah, it's it was awful. It was awful. But uh, no, but like I kind of in like a treat yourself type of fashion. Treat yourself. I wanted to go to. Um, I mean, he's my lawyer and my favorite dude, like Mo Dewitt. His comedy jam was not ah that long yes, and it got postponed due to that hurricane that came through and gave you that alt right job on your on your. Did cabeza. you say it like that on purpose? <laughs> yeah, hurricane. I did. I said it John Fuck Hannon you. style. <laughs> yeah, but I knew what you were talking about. If you said it of the course. other way, I'd have been of like, course. "Ah, what do you?" You'd mean? have been like, "I don't know what that is." No, yeah, and so, uh, well, yeah, because Hurricane Ian, that was a whole nother thing too. Jeez, Louise. It's been a little while since we've caught up. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what to do first. Yeah, because the Comedy Jam... Okay, well, the Comedy Jam was fun. Mo DeWitt is awesome. It was a good time. I got super drunk. Awesome. Whatever. And uh, But the, the hurricane was... It was a lot of flooding around here, honestly. It wasn't like so much um, damage to houses or anything like that, but it was the flooding, dude. Yeah, it no, it definitely. I think flooding in in Central Florida was the biggest issue. Loss of power and flooding. Um, people were stuck in their houses. You know, I, I, we both know um, a guy personally whose car. Okay, I think a couple people whose cars were totaled because of floodwaters. Because once oh, flood, yeah, once water gets up lot. to like your fucking your engine compartment and your 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 cab of your car, 
insurance was like, nope, cost too much to replace all that shit. We're totaling that motherfucker out. It's done. So, yeah, yeah like, whole parking lots were flooded out, and people's cars were, like, up to their windows. And, I mean, I, I heard stories of, you know, some people were, like, you know, ankle-deep, knee-deep water in their, in their downstairs in their house and shit. And, it's you know, it was... And it makes me, you know, as bad as that is, it just, it's like, look at how they bad they got it really in Southwest Florida, man. They're really, they're really reeling down there with some of that shit still. Hundreds of, well, hundred plus dead. That's some of the shit that's pretty upsetting is like, people were kind of talking about the hurricane like, oh, that was weak sauce or that was nothing or like, you know, I expected more from it. And it's like, dude, certain areas really got jacked the fuck up. Like, uh, yeah, real bad. Sanibel Island, and like, the pine, you know, Pine Island and all this shit, they had no, they lost their bridge. They had no, and if you didn't have a boat, you couldn't get back and forth. If you lived out there, you couldn't even get to go see your, if you, like, if you lived out there and evacuated, you couldn't get back to the island the next day to go see if your house was fucking totaled or not. You know what I mean? Like, or if yeah. you were, if you were stubborn enough to not leave, you were stuck, you were trapped out there until someone could come get you. And that was, you know, there was rescuing people for days off of roofs, you know. It was no Katrina, but it was definitely, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it was a lot of the devastation was kind of swept under the rug. No, yeah, and I, yeah, because, like, the people that talked shit about it or said that it wasn't as bad as they thought it was going to be or that it was weak or... Then be thankful, because that means where where you were, it was like that, you know? Instead of talking shit about it, they should be thankful that it was weak sauce or whatever. Exactly. And they should preface it with, it was weak sauce here, where they were. It's not weak sauce everywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, we're, we're like, the lucky area, you know, we we kind of, you know... But I mean that's that's shitty. Yeah, I mean you can't expect, especially with Floridians. I think it's kind of already known that Floridians are have like the worst attitude about stuff <laughs> most of the time. Uh, the memes so. I was seeing the memes up here is fucking hilarious. You know, just all the Florida man memes and the just you know people just not giving a fuck about about the storm coming in. And some of that's funny, but sometimes it's you know that shit's pretty real, and you should take you know you should take some of this stuff seriously. Some of those people that yeah. didn't evacuate got really fucked. Like uh, around like the Grinch around Christmas time when his heart grows like three or four times the size, people think <laughs> yeah. that like fl- like when a hurricane comes, day. yeah, when a hurricane comes, like Floridians like they act a little harder, acting like their dick is gonna do do four times or five times the growth and and get a little bigger <laughs> and badder, and it's like that's not. That's, that's not just called look. an erection. That's just called that's that's, not a good that's look. normal everyday stuff, John. If you're having problems yeah. with that, you need to see a doctor. This shit just gets you off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and let me, like, uh, let me, let me, uh, let me, uh, let me send you this doctor I know. Real good doctor's name is Ian. <laughs> um, He'll get your water levels rising if you know what I mean. Oh, and one thing I did do, which I don't think we really, uh, I apologize. About much. I don't want to cut you off, but I apologize if you guys are picking up on this wind. I am recording in my backyard today and it's fucking cold up here today. Yeah. You I was wearing shirt and beanie. Yeah, I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt in the house, and I thought I was going to come out here like that, and then I opened the door and said, nope, let me go put on sweatpants and a jacket, and then I had to come back in and put on socks and a beanie, because it was fucking cold, dude. I thought it was 60s. It's like mid-50s. It's fucking cold up here today. It's It was yeah. rainy yesterday, and it blew through, and now it's cold. Yeah, and I think you said earlier, there, like you were rationalizing drinking the whiskey, like, yeah. oh, I'm trying to warm up a little it's bit. It's warming my belly. I know. I'm sad Cheers. I put ice in this shit now. Cheers. Clanky. Clanky, clanky. Clanky, clanky. Clanky, clanky. Ah. Ugh. Yeah. Dog's out here with me. She's cold. You cold? It's not no, good. She's fine. Ooh. Oh, you know what? Also, um, I didn't mention this. 
very big part of my Atlanta trip, uh, Six Flags. Haven't been to Six Flags since I was a child. I grew up. That was my favorite fucking one of my favorite things to do in town. And uh, I'm super I'm glad I came up with that idea randomly before we went and I just bought everybody tickets. That was like my gift to everyone. You did some uh, roller coasters. I mean, uh, yeah, a I, couple. I wish I we did do a couple. I wish we could have done more. But again, we had the little one with us. And you know what I mean? We were just trying to it just took a long time to get shit done, honestly, just to get. So we ended up um Towards the end of the night, we ended up splitting off from him and going and hitting a couple of the major roller coasters we wanted to hit. But it was awesome. I got to take him. We all as a group got to take him on his first roller coaster ride ever. Anybody who's familiar with Six Flags over Georgia um, knows about what they call the Dahlonega Mine Train. It's pref- The premise of it is like it's a uh, it's a runaway uh, like you're in like a mining cart, you know, going into a mine and then it, you know, it runs away and it starts going fast and shit. But is it's it like one of those. Uh, is it like a wooden roller coaster? It's not wooden. It's steel, but it's kind of like ah. the, the type of car that you sit in is like an old school wooden coaster where it's just got a lap bar on it. You know what I mean? There's no loops or anything because, again, my five year old grand grandson rode this thing. But. Uh, we took him on the kitty in the kitty area first and he was bored and we kept saying all right we're gonna ride this and we're gonna ride that and he kept saying i'm not gonna be scared i'm not gonna be scared and sure as shit he wasn't scared on anything we took him on and i was so proud of him when he came off of that mine train because that's the first roller coaster ever really that i rode too and now he and and my daughter that was her first real roller coaster and then she got to take him we all got to take him and he got to ride it too and he came off with a giant smile on his face wanted to ride again and that thing it's got some drops and it goes fast and you go down underground at one point and it's you know it's it's definitely only scary i think for a five-year-old and he fucking he he champed it like like yeah a champ. it's like how they have a hand-me-down for clothes it's like a hand-me-down experience <laughs> yeah it's like go through this and you know what is what is taking off in the background of your frame what is that something is that taking like a, off oh something's taking off yeah like launching in the sky is it you don't see that are no, you seriously over, playing dumb over, right wait, now? Over this shoulder? Wait, John, over this yeah. shoulder that I'm holding yeah. my hand up? All right, let me. Yeah, look up. Something is launching up. It's launching up? What are you talking about, dude? I made you look. <laughs> are you fucking you with me? Motherfucker. You motherfucker. No, there's nothing <laughs> launching. Is it a Ukraine-Russia attack? Or is it? Am I am I lying to you and I'm actually in Cocoa Beach? And that's SpaceX? Well, what are we looking at? Do you well, see it I'm now? Thinking, I don't see yeah. it. Oh, well, not now. I'm holding now, up the now. phone better for you. Are, are no, you sure it's not this that's post? Not helping. Is it this post? No. None of what you're doing is that helping. It holds a hammock. <laughs> is it that? Oh god! You get your oh. face away from the camera. Back the fuck up. <laughs> all right, all right, right, all right, all right, all right. Edit all that out. Edit all that out. Yeah, but uh, you want to take a little bit of a break? I mean, and I mean, <sighs> Ukraine news is some of the stuff I have for the digi hears, but there's oh, stuff oh wow, ironic that you saw. So you saw Putin launching that shit behind me, huh? And it reminded it you. Could have been. Ukraine talk. We don't back. know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we'll t- we'll we'll take a break. I'll pee, and then we'll come back. We gotta we'll do the news. Wrap this shit up. I gotta take my girl out to dinner. So let's do this damn thing. Alrighty, sounds good. And uh, this is episode two hundred and fifteen of Funny to Informing. <laughs>
Welcome back to Funny Room for me. This is episode 259. I'm John. That's Chris Pizza Advisor for Coleman. Uh, the, the McMahon to your Carson. <laughs> I tried you to say are it correct, sir. <laughs> yes. I wanted to say it so fast, I started freezing yes. at the end. I was like, you are correct, Yes. Yeah, but um, we have a bunch of news that we're going to get uh, to, and... I love this right now. Go, <laughs> yeah, no, I love the sports <laughs> and fa- go fac- faction of it. But um, the uh, the one thing I wanted to mention too was uh, before anything else, I was on an episode of Tidbits. I haven't been on a guest on hardly any podcast, but it was good to uh, go over it with uh, Steve Etchie and Leslie Joe. They're great people. And yep. you, you are to- they now? I yeah they. They haven't done the show in a while. Are they still both on the show? Is that still their format? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I just but, wasn't sure because I haven't listened in a while because with Etchy's health stuff, they had took a long hiatus. Yeah, and they haven't had a guest. I mean, because of COVID in general, like a lot of podcasts right. haven't had guests on, but they haven't had anybody over in, in a while, and I guess they rearranged their studio. It looks phenomenal, by the way. Does it? Because yeah. it was always cool before, even even in its early incarnations, when we went and did another friend of a friend's show and we recorded that using their space. It was cool back then. But oh, I, yeah. I, I was like, this is going to have, it's got cool bones. This could be a really cool space. I'm glad that they finally, like, finished that out and, and done some, some more stuff with it. Well, I mean, Steve Etchie's, like, the podfather of Orlando for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, he yeah. doesn't slouch. Uh, he's. He's done a podcast longer than anybody I know anywhere ever, period. Like, he was the first guy I ever remember hearing about podcasting. And, you know, that was after Tom and Dan were doing their thing. And, you know, and and I think, yeah, but dude, I've been listening to podcasts since, like, they were called RSS feeds. When you would just go to an RSS feed and listen to an RSS feed of, like, a different radio station. And it would sometimes be music, or it would be talking, or it would be whatever. And I think that's honestly how I found Tom and Dan, which got me into deeper podcasting. And that's where I met Etchy, was through that group, and found out that he'd been doing a show since long before them, and he even created some of their um, intro music and some of their artwork in the past. And Yeah. Yeah, just... That guy is all things podcasting as long as I've known him. I forget which one it was. It was like what Etchy and Bronco or like Answer Pants or something yeah, Etchy, like that. Etchy and Broncho. Yeah, and Answer Pants I think was the name of their show. He, or one of yeah. their shows. Oh. Um, and I think Tidbits at one time was Etchy and Broncho. I think. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. But yeah, I just know Etchy and Broncho because they did the old OG Tom and Dan intro song. And it was just really funny. It had like... All their, you know, all their like Tom and Danisms, and like all their, you know, their little inside jokes, and all the nods to that stuff, and it was like, wow, what a great fucking, what a great intro song. Yeah. And then it was cool to meet that guy and be like, oh my god, you're the Podfather. And then to strike up a friendship from that point on was even, even cooler because that guy's a fucking gem of a human being. I and love I'm glad that, that man. He's, he's on the other side of his health stuff, and that you got to see him, and and I'm, in, I'm, I'm happy to listen to that show. I, I will be listening to that episode that you're on tomorrow once I hop back in the work van. Yeah, because it's out now. It's the show is just called Tidbits, but uh, yeah. And then you know his girlfriend Leslie, you know, is a comedy host in town and a great comedy host at that. And you used to be roommates and like live together. So it yes, but I mean yeah. So it's it it's a, it was a good time. Um, I can confidently say we talked about like nothing. Oh yeah, you okay. Know, we talked like for a while. <laughs> so you got on the the tip end of many a subject and got no deeper. Just the tidbits. Well, 
I mean, part of the thing that we advertise for this show is like, if you don't like anything that we're talking about in three or four minutes, just wait a second. Wait. We're going right. to move on. Like, it's not going to be lasting that long. So that's kind of one of those things. It was like, we were just going at one thing after another, just, you know, taking where, wherever the conversation went, we that's cool. were right behind it, you know, and, I like and going with it. I like it. that. It was a good um, time. Leslie and Etchy both together are probably that that suit that format suits them very well because they're both just very fluid, creative thinkers. So I know, and I know Leslie's thinking style is definitely different than a lot of other people. So I, that's cool. I like that. And again, I'm I'm interested to to hearing you on that and to hearing Etchy back and just how everything's been going for him. And uh, it was good to also hear you recently on another podcast. Um, they finally dropped all on Apple. The fucking producer over there finally got their shit together and got them out on Apple and uh, all the <laughs> other side, <laughs> the other side of death podcasts that you guys you have recorded talk, to now. I knew you were talking are shit all about me. Fuck and, you. Um, and uh, well, I guess they've been around on Spotify and iHeart uh, for a while. I am not a Spotify guy. Sorry, Brandon Dobbs. Um, and I'm not really an <laughs> iHeart guy either. Not for listening to podcasts. I listen to my live radio on on iHeart because it's the only r- real outlet I can listen to it from anywhere in the country on. But I prefer my podcast on Apple just because it's a native app. It works great on my phone. I get everything as it drops. And I saw that it happened to drop, and uh, I banged like all what I think there's five, four or five out right now. Four. And I listen to all of them in one day. Yeah. I listen oh, well. to all of them like before lunch one day. That's really humbling, and you have a weird way of saying it, but and it, thank you. I didn't say they were good. I just thank said I you. listened, and I, I said it was before lunch. My lunch was light that day because it was ruined, thanks to your shitty podcast. <laughs> no, but it was um, it was no, it was cool to hear it, man. Like I like it was just cool to like hear a show start up and like hear an intro, and like I know that John, you know, had a hand in in creating a lot of that shit, and you know, and all the people involved in my are all my friends, you know, Brandon and Tommy, and it was cool to like hear the show kick off and and be like oh my god this is like it's cool to hear friends doing a podcast not that i've never heard friends do a podcast before but just uh you know i don't know to hear the final product all all put together and out there um i don't know just made me feel a little proud and put a smile on my face to hear you guys out there doing your thing um and i look forward to you know it growing and you guys you know getting your legs under you a little bit more and because there's that topic the topic there is fucking evergreen and we'll you know there's a million ways you guys could take it and a million interviews you could do and i'm i'm intent to see what you guys have coming down the pike there yeah and when i when i visit in december i want to be a guest i have nothing to bring on the death side of things but i'll bring some funny into your into your informing my my my, <laughs> my mom died once it's like i mean yeah, so right then, so i'm help. a guest i'm a guest guess what guys i know people that have died so <laughs> i'm on the show <laughs> i know people that i died <laughs> no, yeah. So the other side of death, Brandon Dobbs and Brandon Dobbs Funeral Homes and Tommy uh, Hemphill, Tommy Awesome. Uh, he's been on the show at least twice at, at yeah, this point. He's a close friend and guest. Yeah, yeah. We, usually we just take him uh, with us when we go to bars, and he participates minimally. <laughs> it's a it's a, it's a really uh, interesting show, and I mean, when you run a funeral it service is. or a funeral home, and then. You also have to work at like you know doing autopsies and you know being yeah, a, medical a medical examiner. examiner. Jinx. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah it's hard. Jinx, jinx, you owe me a corpse. No, I beat you to the jinx. I don't. Well, that's fine. I owe you a corpse, but it's much easier <laughs> for you to get a corpse because you know guys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to them, see what I can pull up. Yeah. Okay, I think it's also fitting that you guys record a lot of these in Dobbs Funeral Home. Also, I believe your first sponsor will probably be Dobbs Funeral Home. If not, you guys suck at podcasting, and Brandon's family hates him. Um, but 
I, I think it is fitting that you guys record there. Do you guys record? Where do you record? Like in an office? Are you like in the cold storage room? It's are you like in a, like the room where they have the open caskets and and mamas are crying over their dead no, babies and shit? What? It's like a okay. So like, I mean, this might be kind of insider for me and you, but like a commission beer chamber, grandma's basement. Yes. So Abuelo's something basement. like that. Where it's like it's kind of loungy, you know. There's couches and it's it's comfortable. Okay, super comfortable. What is it for normally? What do they do with it when you're not recording podcasts? Oh, maybe it's like a waiting room. Okay, because it seems like an odd room to be at a funeral home. Is it creepy in the funeral home? Like in all honesty, like do you get like uh, in all vibes and shit, bro? Uh, it is a little. It's a little. Is it? Is it? I don't know what. Man, to I hope think you about guys it. got some. I hope you guys got some banger things planned for Halloween. I mean, this is right up your fucking. It's distracting. You, when you're in there, it's very distracting. Oh, I can imagine. It's like I can imagine. You're in your head, like about like, oh my god, there's people. Oh my god. You know, dealing oh with this or that, and it's like ah, right, oof, and. So Oof. it's like I don't know how to handle Oof. it. I don't know how to handle that shit. You know, like, Oof, I, I can smell the I salty did. tears in the carpet. Look, look, I'm very <laughs> from I'm, generations I'm, of <laughs> dead families crying over their loved ones. No, I'm a very so mayonnaise. dark. I'm a mayonnaise guy. You know, like I've never broken a bone in my body. I wow. I like hardly go to the hospital. That's why. See, a guy with yeah, a guy with as much never dones in your life. No wonder you count everything as a. I never did that before. It's <laughs> I never do anything. I love it. First time, first time you go to a hospital for a broken bone, he'll be like, "We'll be on the show next week." It was cool. I got to do my first broken bone, guys. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Yeah, I'm like a caterpillar. I just haven't even gotten out into my butterfly stage. Uh, yet. No. Oh, okay. I, I tried. I, that I, shit. I took that. I thought you were made, making a mistake, and I was going to say it's not caterpillars that have nine lives, John. You're getting that wrong. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So, do you want to get to the digi ears? Talk yeah, about we might some as well news. kick it into digis. Absolutely. Yeah, there's been plenty of stuff happening. Let's get to the did you he hears. Did you hear that? Did you hear? Breaking news. There's so much. There's so much. Well, because we haven't done a show in a month, there's a lot of headlines in there. I had to kill all the old stories and just call them down to some of the more recent ones. Yeah, at that point, it's like you, you get the pick of the litter, or it's like whatever is not in the top ten. Like, sorry, right? But I mean, we 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 make up for it. We have that bonus show coming out after this episode. Exactly. And, There's like, no so no real be... news to speak of on that, but that's fine. I don't think news is our biggest. Uh, I don't think you know is is as odd as it is in our title informing. I don't think news is our biggest <laughs> uh, biggest crutch here. I think the first <laughs> segment is our is our is our meat. That's our bread and butter. Yeah, and if and if we do. 
skip a week at some point, and then we or do two. two hours of a show. Right. You know, it, it takes up this. for it a little bit. I will say right? this. Shout out, shout out to my, uh, to you know, our, our, our podcast buddies over at all the small stuff they took a little while off because uh one of the guys over there had uh some surgery i'm glad to hear that uh, my buddy zach is back in 100 percent after his gallbladder issues um, oh good anyway yeah so they had taken a long time off and i was just about to ask them are you guys going to get back to doing more shows and sure enough i go on my podcast app and there's a couple new shows and they're long as shit and i was like okay we got our work cut out nice for us. yeah we're right i mean we're you not think alone. we can ramble those guys they got <laughs> rambling down <laughs> yeah uh but uh okay so how do you want to do this should i just do all of the stories that i have yeah and then kick it off and hit? then i'll go through because i've got a little bit of both i've got some uh some stories that we can dive into and then i've got stuff that's just purely headline head headlineical right. headlineical yeah that's <laughs> a word it is and now. uh and i i my laptop i don't have it in front of me right now i mean you know what and i wasn't even going to really say this i have I know. I w- I'm glad you said it because I, I have said my it. Piece you wrote it all on a bar napkin. You son of a bitch! It's a. Re- it's it's a not even a piece paper. of paper. It's like the back of a CVS receipt, which tells me right. you have quite a lot of <laughs> stories. Because when you're done, you could wipe your ass several times with that. Look, this is what happened. We we did. We got up to the digi here's right, and then I have to go somewhere. So I was like, hold on, and I hopped in my car. Right. And I and I realized I didn't have the stories like so I had to quick write them down. <laughs> it's a mess. Hey, whatever like, works, man. You know, why yeah. why are you breaking the fourth wall? Uh, you and I are the only ones that can see this. We're shit. busy. We're Thank busy God. people. It is what it is. <laughs> um okay. Did you hear um oh, and this is like kind of a couple stories in one, but like Russia hit Kiev. Kiev? Am I saying that right? Kiev, in Ukraine? You did. I was I was corrected harshly by the news junkie when I tried to tell him it's pronounced Kiev and he said uh-uh. Actually, that's wrong. It corrected me on air, and I've been uh, I've been licking my wounds ever since. That's incredible. That Did I actually I tell you, said I named right my there. penis wounds. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Russia hit Kiev uh, with a wave of deadly drones. Um, five different explosions. I guess like drones just carrying explosives. And well, they're uh, called. They're called. I was reading this. I was reading not this story that you're telling me, but uh, like a smaller piece of this story and it was going into the drones that they're using and they're called kamikaze drones or suicide drones and yeah, they yeah. they have like a small amount of warhead on them like a missile and they're silent and almost impossible to detect and they fly them in you know low on on a low altitude and they can take out whatever potential targets they want to take out the problem there is when they're being flown in the you know by by a madman in Putin, he's taken out civilian targets and women and children, and you know what I mean. It's not even yeah. It's not even military targets anymore. That guy's just raining terror on so literally. So uh, on so on like there would Ukraine. be no way there would be no way to see it coming. No, not I until maybe, it's too late. I, maybe I mean, they you were probably like see lit, it because you know a drone is quiet. These and these aren't you know they call them drones, John. And you know, are you picturing like one of those quadcopter drones that like? Our buddy who I listens kinda, to the show, Chad Flies. Yeah, okay. I no, am. completely different style drone. This is more of an unmanned airplane, but it's very small. So it's like a big remote control airplane with a with a missile on it. Oh, see, even my second. So guess there's no propellers. Been, it was like it's more like a small jet. Yeah, I was thinking kind of engine. like a sen- like a sensor missile. Like if I had a second guess, it would have been I, like shaped like a rocket. And you just control it, you know, like a kind of, but it has wings. It has wings. Think of like a paper airplane. Like it's kind of like the shape of that, I imagine, but it has like a miss, a warhead on it. So that when it hits, nobody on board. No, yeah, absolutely. And it's just dive bombs. Yep. 
and it's like wow. remote controlled from God knows how far away, hundreds yeah, of miles, thousands of miles away. Yeah, because when I say like the stories are kind of glommed together, it's like because like prior to that, Ukraine bombed uh, the bridge, like one of the main bridges that lead into Russia, and like kind of made no secret about it. So like, and supposedly I the story like, I read is that they're getting these drones from Iran. And Iran is is coming out and saying, no, no, they're not. But then they find pieces of these things afterwards, and there's, like, Iranian markings on them. So oh, no, clearly, yeah, yeah. Iran, you're supplying, you're supplying these things. You're, you're, yep. you're in, you know, and well, no surprise there that Iran is in with, you know, with global fucking terror. Um, yeah, well, that's nothing and, new there. I mean, and the war is clearly intensifying, but, uh, and then Putin, Putin, Putin. <laughs> pew pew uh, putin. putin i mean what i do after i eat chili putin i don't know why i said it like that putin uh de- was uh has declared martial law in russia really so. i did not hear this i'm not surprised by it but i didn't but that's also news to me i don't that's even like know the most what that recent development them. But it's just like, it, it's obviously everything is getting more extreme. It's intensifying. It's kind I mean, of ramping up a little bit. It's something to keep your eyes on. You I know? like that the headline is he declared martial law. Was it not martial law before? Like, do they really fucking have freedoms over there? There was already police squads rounding you up if you Wasn't publicly already misspoke. Martial or, law? That's yeah. what I'm saying, right? Police would just come and get you if you <laughs> protested or you, you, you know, you, you went against their views in any way publicly. You're gone. I mean, you're, you're Brittany Grinerd. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me uh, let me move on to my next story. All right, flip your page, Colin Jost. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, this is kind of a lighthearted one. I just put this in generically, but like for me, yet like the other day, I kind of had an overwhelming experience. I think I texted you because let me I was guess, watching... it was a first. <laughs> one of your many no, firsts. No. <laughs> no. First time but, I was uh, overwhelmed. I chalked that up. Bucket list yeah, item. But, basketball and hockey like just recently started and then we're in the middle of we're in the middle of football obviously and then Uh playoffs for soccer and baseball are going on so this is like the trifecta for me like this is the time of the season so a quad or a cincofecta really because you just named like five sports yeah yeah, philly is like fucking philly's in the mix on all of them sequentafecta something like that could torse effecta (laughs) cincofecta (laughs) cinco cinco cincofecta yeah <laughs> the other day I was watching like on my phone I had the Flyers the Flyers hockey game on and then on my laptop I was watching the Sixers their season opener for basketball and then I had the Phillies uh, the baseball on postseason TV. on TV and I I know the Philadelphia Union for the MLS Yeah they I mean, play Saturday yep yeah, I lean more Orlando City soccer for... That's for, good. Yeah, yeah, I know. But that's still your home team. So, like, now that Orlando's out, you can cheer for for Philly and be like, I'm glad to see my home team doing well. Although I'm sure right. I would hope that if they played each other, you would root for Orlando. I don't know which way you go there. No, I, I would do Orlando just for baseball or uh, soccer. Just only. for soccer. Right. I feel you. Yeah. But, I mean, it's like, I just had to say it because this is, like, to me, the best time of the year. Like, it's the most... Well. Wonderful, Wonderful time. time of the sports, but it's <laughs> yeah. it's funny that like it's you know it's great that all these sports are going on and we have all these options, but like it's just so that it's so narrowed down to for you and that Philly is killing in all these avenues. Like uh, you know, all, not only are they playing in all these, like couple of teams are in the playoffs. The Eagles are the only undefeated team in football. Um, yeah, you know, like it just it, it, all these. You know, I don't know how the it's still early, so it really doesn't matter how the Sixers are looking because they could fucking turn it around in a month, even if they're doing the worst ever. You know what I mean? Like the basketball season is long, just like a baseball season. You have plenty of time to turn this stuff around. Yeah, so, and the, the Flyers fact started that out you guys undefeated. Are, 
are doing exactly. See, or yeah, that's you know good for you. And um, fuck Phillies, fuck the Phillies. They beat the Braves, and uh, <laughs> they can go to hell. Okay, uh, did they play you like hear Schmidt, Mike Schmidt? Um, a teen, uh, Daniel Mashi. He died with no explanation as of right now. Anyway, he was 17 years old. He collapsed on stage while singing his solo for choir in Illinois. Weird. On stage, he collapsed. I thought you were going to say like then, America's Got Talent or something. <laughs> like, oh God, it was on. It was on camera. Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, it might have still been on camera, right? I'm sure. Just yeah, like, I'm sure his mom was out there videotaping, and she ain't going to release that shit though. That is crazy, and that's like super unfortunate. When you're 17 years old and you collapse, and you have like, I I don't think there was any prior history of like. It's that's crazy and sad, especially considering I have a very similar story that I'm going to do. So you know, uh, you know. Oh really? News, newsflash: uh, depression coming up. <laughs> okay, let me let me get through these. Like, no, you're fine. There, no rush. No rush. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Do what don't you rush got. me. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah, take your time, uh, buddy. Did you hear? Over five hundred thousand dollars of. Uh, jewelry was taken from a new york store um and it like there's video circulating online and it was clearly you can see three people kind of with masks on their face going in but when you define it as smash and grab it is the epitome of a smash and grab they destroyed i say that but i heard it was yes there was a lot of smashing going on but it was also very surgical in that they had these things planned out you know, the way I heard it. And, like, there was one man who was in charge of smashing the first glass. Then he got out of the way so that man, too, could smash the second layer of glass. And so on and so forth. It wasn't like they were fumbling and bumbling and just oh, going and they looking like they had no clue what they were doing. It's, yeah. you know, I, it, from what I heard, it sounds like maybe there was some insideness to this. And, they knew, the, you know, they came prepared. That's what I think because, like, the guy who smashed the second glass, like, fell through the glass. Like, he, wow, he was he really, not going. Wow, he really sold that hit. Yeah, when you talk about not taking no for an answer, yeah, he I mean he was either gonna knock himself out or smash I'm the glass. amazed I'm personally amazed that uh that you know that well I don't forget what I'm amazed with. Sorry, I started reading headlines myself and forgot. <laughs> I was apparently I'm not that amazed, guys. It goes I'm right amazed. out of my head. No, I'm amazed that like, you know, at, no, I really don't know. Scratch that. I'm not I'm amazed just, at all. I'm just guys. amazed in general. I'm amazed I mean, that good. I forgot what I was amazed about. It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling to be amazed <laughs> about things. It's. Uh, I just want to say that. I no, feel uh, amazing. It was 100%, I feel like, an inside job. Or somebody knew that store, like, through and through, and, like, what, like, how easy it was going to be, or, like, how confident they were, because they you. went in with no hesitation. I remembered what I was amazed at. I'm amazed oh, that really? the glass broke at all. What about safety glass? What about plexiglass? What about, like, this unbreakable right? shit that they're supposed to, be ha- supposed to have? Apparently, these guys were just, like, using sledgehammers, which is obviously is usually going to get the job done. But is there no sledgehammer-proof fucking glass? There's bulletproof glass. How is it, how yeah. are you getting into this place with a sledgehammer? That's That, to me, is amazing. It was, it was rubber mallets and, yeah, sledgehammers. But, like, and, and, the, and the store was kind of small, to be fair. To be fair, to be fair, but it, it, it was kind of uh, you know a rinky dinky sort of jewelry store. Which I like that you say it's rinky dinky, but they lost you know half a million dollars in thirty seconds. Like, <laughs> well, jewelry is jewelry, but you can store. I a see half what you're saying. Dollars, right? You could put that in I, the storage shed, right? And then yeah, you know, people it wear that. Right, people wear half a million dollars. You know, so yeah, it's like do. if it's in a store. I mean, uh, this store was. Tell me about small. it. You see this chain, dog. <laughs> half a hundred dollars right there baby bling bling, <laughs> bling, bling. <laughs> half a benji it's bouncing off the uh, the light right now oh my yeah. gosh oh it's blinging wow. so hard it's because it's so pretty out here today it's cold yeah but it's pretty 
but what and that's the heartbreaking part of the story is I think the jewelry store was small enough looking to where I think it was family owned. And it's like, damn, somebody's investments just got robbed. Probably. I heard the you name know? of the store. I don't remember it. So it wasn't, that tells me there that it wasn't some chain store. You know, it wasn't, it could only be Jared. No, Jared has bulletproof glass. It was no, a yeah. small family owned <laughs> operation where they filmed Uncut Gems and Adam Sandler was uh, selling shit to Kevin Garnett, probably. Oh, yeah. And I had the name of the store, but Did you? now but because it's I'm on your laptop. With receipt paper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It didn't fit on the CVS receipt, ironically <laughs> enough, because that shit's a mile the- long. I had the whole thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, nope, not anymore. Uh, did you hear the death? Oh, uh, a couple celebrity deaths. I mean, at least two of them. Uh, maybe three. But death of Robbie Coltrane, 72 years old. He played Hagrid in Harry Potter. Yes. And, yes, um, definitely heard about that when I posted about it in the Funny 2 Informing group. I think it got uh, about as much love as most of my posts get. Zero. Ooh. <laughs> I'm giving up on that place. Just kidding. Well, thanks, everybody. I'm gonna keep going. I know. Um, thanks, guys. You make me want to kill myself. Just kidding. You don't. He was also in a, the James Bonds's. Bonds's? Mm. If it's more than one James Bond, is it bon- Bonds's? That's a good question. You heard my brain. Bonds's. James Bonds's. James I don't think Bonds. it's Bonds's. It's, it's Bonds. And you just put apostrophe after the S, right? Yeah. The, I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, so he was in the James Bonzies movies. I don't <laughs> okay. know. I'm making Bondi's. up my own. Bondi's. Uh, go- <laughs> GoldenEye and uh, The World Is Not Enough, which are, were two good movies. Um, you know, but, uh, it's ironic he was Coltrane. in that last movie because it's also probably what he said when he goes to a buffet. Oh, Rest in peace. Shit. That guy was big, though. That guy was big. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I would like to think he would laugh about it. <laughs> I too. can't on his Not behalf. knowing the guy at all, let's just assume he would uh, he would have a hearty chuckle at that and then uh, eat another steak. How fucked up is too <laughs> fucked up? That's fucked up. <laughs> uh, but and then the death of Coolio. I mean, well, it's been a while since we've done this, but and that was a little while ago. But it still kind of hits home. We it does saw Coolio with your mom. Uh, Whoa, like whoa, a year whoa. ago? Oh, I thought you were talking about on OnlyFans. Uh, yes, but at the it was <laughs> yeah. like that was actually two years ago now at the most at the last uh, just okay party that the news junkie threw the Christmas big Christmas shindig he throws every year. That was what twenty nineteen now was it? Yeah, God, was it that long ago? Yeah, if fuck. not a, if not twenty eighteen. No, it was twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah twenty nineteen. And yeah, Coolio headlined. And our buddy Fritz uh, got to play drums for him because they fired their drummer and totally random just heard heard Fritz warming up on the drums and Coolio said, that motherfucker's got some skill. And I think that was the quote. Or that motherfucker's a G, something like that. And then uh, enlisted him to play for the entire Coolio set. So that was cool to watch. Yeah. And also, and you know, notable it. that my mom was there. That was one of our, oh, are you saying Coolio killed my mom? Because <laughs> I said my mom, and he said he killed it. Oh, oh God, I never thought about that. I would have gone after him, but it's too late now. He's dead. Yeah, he did such a good job. Well, he joined uh, yeah. her now, so there's that. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I funny, mean, funny story. Since you brought up the death of Coolio, um, so there, uh, like right around the time Coolio died, there was this news story going out making fun of Stacy Stacy Dash. Are you familiar with Stacy Dash? That name sounds so familiar. She was the really um, hot girl from Clueless, the black girl with the beautiful eyes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, nope. Yeah. So she's okay. So she's been, you know been an actress for a long time. Honestly, I can't tell you what she's done since Clueless, but I, I loved her since Clueless. Anyway, she came out and made some video and posted it like on I don't know TikTok, Instagram, all of the above, and was just like profusely crying. 
and saying, oh, my God, I, I, I just found out DMX died. Oh, and she's so broken up about DMX a year and a half after his death, having just found out about it. It's like, where the fuck have you been? You were such a fan, but you didn't know about it for 18 months after he died? No. And you're you embarrassing act. yourself no. by posting this. Why? Okay, let's let's assume that this is true and you really did find out that he just now died. Why are you making a video about it and posting it to all your followers? That seems weird to me. It's so anyway, it, yeah. it, it, you think that's that has nothing to do with this Coolio death, but it wraps in in this way. Our buddy, um, who we both are, are familiar with and buddies with, uh, Thomas in Orlando. Uh, that's the only name I'm going to give you. Uh, Thomas, he's oh, yeah, not a doctor. Yeah. I will tell you, he is not a doctor. But I know, um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. So when Coolio died, I, I that was honestly how I found out because I was scrolling Instagram, just looking at stories, and Thomas's story popped up, and it was a picture of him from Just Okay with his arm around Coolio, and it said R.I.P. And I had had maybe a few drinks and a few smokes this this evening, and uh, just immediately in glancing at the photo, I don't know why, because this this DMX Stacy Dash story was top of mind for me at this moment. I, for whatever reason, confused Coolio with DMX oh and saw and, and thought, oh, why? It's so weird that he just now is posting RIP about <laughs> about DMX. I was so I I replied back, how Stacy Dash of you or something to that effect, to oh which he never goodness. responded. And then like the next day, I realized, oh my god. That was Coolio. He's dead. Thomas was posting about that, not about DMX. I'm an idiot, and I never followed back up. But, yeah, that's one of those things I wake up at 3 in the morning and vomit over being such an idiot. We're supposed to be the ones keeping up with the current events. You should know better. <sighs> I mean, I was up on it, but I just it all bled together. You know? All, I don't know. It, it yeah. all bled together. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I only have one more. Um, this is my last one, swear, on this long, long receipt paper. Uh, did okay. you hear two wrestlers... Uh, well, there was four of them going on this trip kind of in the woods. Two wrestlers in Wyoming were attacked by a grizzly bear. Um, supposedly, the bear jumped out of nowhere. And then when it was going after the one, like, really mauling him, the other friend tried to rip the bear off of him, which I don't know if that's a good idea because then the bear turned his attention to him, started attacking him. They kind of do like a like Tag the team. Newton balls. <laughs> Tag yeah. team. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's because they're wrestlers. I get it. I get it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the, one was the Kevin one was Nash, in, one was Cole, Hulk Hogan, and they were the like NWO. <laughs> Woo! Let's do this. Yeah, the, the yeah the wrestlers of wrestlers, and uh, <laughs> they were like going back and forth. One was in critical condition, and the other one like suffered like a broken arm, and you know a, a little less serious of a condition. But the the one that was really hurt by it, he recovered and he was able to speak about it. And he is forever thankful to his friend for yeah for saving, saving his they life. Were, they were antler well, that's hunting. Thing. Yeah, that, well, yeah, that's okay. So that's part of the story that I heard. I did hear this story, and yeah, I guess antler hunting is a thing. And when I heard antler hunting, I was like, are they hunting? Like they're killing deer and and ram and like and like whatever, sawing elk. it off, right? And then cutting their. Yeah, you know, I was like, that's uh, that's very illegal. Why would you admit to doing that? But I guess it's no, it's more something that happens over there in that part of the country that us in our part of the country are have no idea about because it's just not our thing. But yeah. I guess these animals shed their their antlers seasonally. So yeah, yeah. people go out and collect them. And then I, 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 I dug a little deeper and was like, well, why would, you know, other than like collecting, a, you know, like a cool looking pair for yourself to take home and do whatever you want to do with, mount them, whatever, look at them, think of them as a trophy. Aside from that, what market is there for it? And that's when I realized 
there's like an Asian market for this shit because they use oh, all this really? like it's like yeah, that? they use all this like deer horn and elk horn because they think it helps virility and they like put this shit into like penis enhancement pills and all these <laughs> different yeah yeah they really do they really do they so, they, they I, use I, it I I know they use it for like dog treats and like rings and uh, oh like for sure and see stuff I didn't like even that. think about that yes I didn't even think about that like, like for crafts it. it's like crafty. Yes. You know, yes, it's a crafty see, thing they have. I would think that your prettiest your prettiest racks of horns would go to that, but the ugly ones or the small ones or whatever that are just gonna get ground up are gonna go to Asia and get put into dick pills. So That's nuts. <laughs> ah, you see what I did there? Ah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah so no, but I, I don't know. These guys, um I you know, it had the one you, you were like, I don't know if it was the best idea for his friend to jump on the bear and try to save his friend. Had he not though, the bear would have just continued crunching on that guy's fucking head and killed him. Because the some yeah. of the details I heard was like he was he he was describing the crunching he was hearing while the thing bit on him and he could feel the fucking Got the bear's teeth on his skull oh, and shit. Like, yeah. Just harrowing descriptions. Yes. Oh, God. It just hurts to think about altogether. That, like, ah, 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 ah. The gnashing. Yeah. I mean, I think these guys would have done much better if they, A, had a good ref, and B, had the choice to take top or bottom prior to the fight. But yeah. they didn't know it was coming, so they had they had no clue. They were unawares. But full disclosure, I really did think, when I saw the antler hunting, I was like, I don't even know if I should root for these guys. Like, I thought I they were killing deer. That's so I what like, I thought, them. too. It was like poaching, you know? in a way. Like, but no, and then I was like, why get. would they admit to that? Why wouldn't they just say, oh, we we're just walking around the woods or whatever? I forget no, all the background. Yeah. You know, I, fear, I apologize for the background noise right now, guys. Uh, my neighbors let their, their grandkids out with their dogs. So it's a yeah. cacophony of children and dog barking. It's it's an innocent activity, and but like if there's the information, what children bit and dogs or horn the episode, <laughs> antler hunting <laughs> Both. is not that bad. Both. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so that was my last one. That's my paper getting okay, crumpled. I got all right. Well, I'm glad you're done. Finally, sheesh. I have so many to get through. All right, let's see. Let me start with some of the more recent ones, and then we'll kind of go backwards in time. How about it? Um, so, uh, you know, Kanye West has been in the news. Ad nauseum, uh, pissing people off left and right. I guess pissing most people off. If you're some kind of a, a MAGA weirdo, uh, I think you kind of like this guy all of a sudden. But um, I guess uh, he, you know, in his all of his his uh, controversial stuff over the past week or two, um, you know, wearing a shirt at a fashion show that said White Lives Matter, which pissed a lot of people off. Talking with Tucker Carlson. Did he really? Oh yeah, you didn't hear about that. No. Yeah, wow. he wore a shirt to his own fashion show that said White Lives Matter. Um, I don't even oh remember what God. his point was there. You know, he was being provocative for the sake of being provocative, honestly, I think, to get headlines, which he did. Um, but I guess in in his, in his that week-long diatribe of rants that he went on uh, publicly and on Twitter and on interviews with Tucker Carlson, he said a bunch of anti-Semitic shit. And apparently he said some things uh, about George Floyd, which I think was in response to the whole Black Lives Matter, White Lives Matter stuff. And now, um, because of some of his comments, uh, Roxy Washington, George Floyd's mother, is uh, is suing that she's had. She's got a team of lawyers going after Ye, his business partners, and his associates for harassment, misappropriation, defamation, and infliction of emotional distress. They're seeking two hundred and fifty million in damages. I'm uh, trying. To I don't see know if it's worth that much. Me but neither, it is but slander. I, I'm just trying what, to understand what, he what he said exactly. Let me see. Yeah, what did um, he say? Okay. Kanye's taken a ton of heat for comments he made on an episode of Drink Champs, claiming George George Floyd died from a fentanyl overdose and pre-existing conditions instead of Derek Chauvin knee on his neck. That's man. man. 
That's maybe yeah, a little bit of both. The though, quote I mean, there is that Chauvin didn't kill Floyd. Um, I, no, do, I don't no, know. Again, everything let's say, plays let's a say he, Let's say he did. Okay, and let's say Kanye is right and that he did overdose on fentanyl, and that's what killed him. The fact that a police officer's knee was on his neck the entire time when he's begging for air and crying for his mother without relenting while he watched this man die under his That's knee. That's a dead giveaway. Is yeah. it, well, to put it, to put it rude so bluntly, yeah, or dead giveaway. It, it, yeah, oh, is, sorry. Yeah, is, you know, poor, is, poor is, words. Is, and I'm going to say, you know, the jury has doled out what they've doled out to Chauvin, and he's doing his time, and uh, hopefully that guy never sees the light of day again, because I don't believe Kanye's uh, comments here, and I think even if, let's say George Floyd, like I said, devil's, devil's advocate, he was on drugs, uh, it was aided and abetted by George Floyd not relenting with a knee on his neck while he watched this man die, and there's no yeah. way that. And I don't care how you do, like, the percentage of, like, survival rate or whatever but like if he's just able to like go to the gas station and go home or go about his business he has a way more likely chance of living than that exactly. ordeal exactly. and everything when that somebody's unfolded. overdosing on fentanyl you give them fucking narcan not a knee to the neck yeah come you on you know what i mean yeah. and anything that's obvious is is aiding and abetting in the man's fucking death yeah um geez I got some lighter-hearted stuff. Oh, here's one. This is uh, this is this is seasonal, and this one this one really tickles my fancy to put it in the weirdest way possible. Um, <laughs> they're 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 doing a Halloween what they're calling a quote killer auction with horror props up for grabs. Uh, it says Halloween is right around the corner, and some diehard fans are getting the chance to get their hands on some actual props from their favorite horror flicks. And in just in looking at the pictures, there's one thing I want over and above all of these. Think of classic horror flicks, and what would be your pick of a prop from okay, your fi- from I the classic it. horror franchises? I what got is it. it. What's that? The, the axe that Jack Nicholson uses to chop <gasps> down the door in The Shining. I like that, but that's not. But okay, and you're not wrong because that's cool. Well, that's like more. But of that's a not thriller. like classic horror. Exactly. I'm talking yeah, like think like, of the '80s and '90s classic horror franchises: Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, etc. Et yeah, cetera. I was gonna say. Okay. What's your favorite prop out of that group of movies? Jason Voorhees' hockey mask. Okay, that is one of the items, but that's not the one that jumped out at me. The one that jumped out at me is the Freddy Krueger glove. Ooh, the claw. Yeah, the glove. Look at it, bro. I Look, when I was a kid, the Freddy Krueger glove was my favorite fucking thing ever. I went to Walmart, and I bought the Freddy Krueger glove with the plastic knives, and I wore that shit all the time and pretended I was chopping vegetables, and I was pretty much Edward Scissorhands <laughs> at my house. I fucking yeah. loved it, and I want this thing yeah, so bad. exactly. It's Edward Scissorhands before, right. before Johnny Depp played that so, role. Before and look, there's, there's the one you just mentioned. That's also up for grabs here. Yeah. Uh, so it says, yeah, so there's plenty are- of... Freddy Krueger memorabilia to go around, like the entire getup worn in the 03 Freddy vs. Jason flick. It features a coat, jumper, long sleeve t-shirt, pair of trousers, and a belt. So the entire getup. And even comes with an autographed undersuit. That's cool. Uh, the fit is estimated to sell for twenty to $30,000. Then there's Jason's... There's also Jason's infamous hockey mask worn in... This is the classic one. Worn in the 89 flick, Friday the 13th Part 8 at this point. By 89, they were already at 8. Uh, Jason takes Manhattan. I remember that one. It's expected to fetch. How much you think the hockey mask will go for? From Jason 8, Jason takes Manhattan. Um, uh... 22,000. It's ex- well, it gives you a range. It's expected to fetch between forty and sixty thousand dollars. Oh shit! Oh shit! Um, um, oh, they've even oh. got something from the nineteen seventy six film, The Omen, 
Um, it says fans can relive the making of this film with production used clapperboard. It's estimated to bring in between six and eight K. The clapperboard, here you go, John. I'll show you it. Uh, you know what the clapperboard is, though, don't you? It's the thing where they're like, oh yeah, the omen, yeah, yeah. take one, smack, and then you know it's like how they know when to when to do their edit points or whatever. And these are all like originals. Yes, these are all originals from used. these films. Yes, used wow. in the films. So yeah, like, this is that's I don't really even cool. Know how you certify that? Um, like I mean, you, I'm you, sure they're donated from the prop houses at these at these um, production companies. At these production or? companies, absolutely, so that they yeah. know, you know what I mean. And they're taking the words that they were used in the movies, and in looking at them, they certainly look like they they were. Damn, I know a couple people that would actually be really interested in trying to get some of this shit for a um, decent price, you know. So I've got a glut of uh, sports stories to do as well here, John. Um, let's let me just knock them all out really quickly. Um, so over this past weekend, this was a huge story for, for me up here in Tennessee. Um, I guess Tennessee volunteers, University of Tennessee. Oh, and Alabama. Played Alabama, and they won for the first time in 15 years. The yes. student body rushed the field, took down the goalpost. It was a giant thing, right? And again, I don't give a shit about either of these fucking teams. Honestly, I'm happy to see Alabama go down to anybody because that's a big win. the dynasty. That's a big win for Tennessee. It is a big win, right. It was, again, it had no real implications. You know what I mean? It's early in the season. Um, you know, it's just other than the fact that Tennessee came in as underdogs and took the win, that makes it big for them. But... This is kind of an auxiliary story to that. And uh, the headline reads, Alabama star Jermaine Burton accused of hitting woman in head following the Tennessee loss. And there's actual video. It's while he's leaving the field. It looks like he's hitting maybe a volunteer student body or a fan on his well, way to the tunnel. Yeah, dude. I mean, yeah. it's just a, yeah, it's just a still shot kind of. It's a couple of pieces of still shots, but he's running past her and his arm is extended right at her head. And then in the next still shot, he's like a, you know, a body length past her and she's holding her, her side of her head. Like, what the fuck just happened? Oh um, my God. You so- want to talk about Kevin Nash? It sounds like a clothesline. <laughs> Like a heavy clothesline. It it looks like a clothesline, actually, because of how he's running past her. That's exactly what it looks like. So, again, this is being investigated, and more details will come. I'm sure if he gets charged and more things come out of this, uh, we'll bring you that story as it comes. Um, So there's. uh, I just want to share this one because this is a really cool photo that I wanted to share in the Funny to Informing group that no one will see or participate in. Um, But uh, Bare Knuckle Boxing's Nathan DeCastro shows gruesome eye injury after fight. Let me just show you this, John, so that you can uh, react to it in real time so that people know what to expect when this gets posted. Okay, so the injury... Oh! (laughs) That's what Bare Knuckle Boxing gets you, bro. (laughs) And he's grinning. Why is he happy about it? Yeah, why is he smiling? I don't even know if he won. Maybe he won, and that's just... uh, um Let's see. Bare knuckle boxer Nathan DeCastro shared several gruesome photos of his face, which was absolutely smashed during a recent bout in London. And Nathan's pissed, not because uh. he was hurt. He's livid. The doctor stopped the fight, suspect, suspecting a broken orbital bone. So nobody boxing? won. They stopped it. This was bare knuckle boxing, which is why oh, it's bare so knuckle. Okay. Look at him. He's drinking a fucking. He's drinking a red label Mabel with a big ass grin on his face, <laughs> with fucking like leakage coming out of his he fat so swollen happy. eye. It's so disgusting looking. He Good looks Lord. way too happy. Oh, here to he get is. Here up. he is actually after they stop the fight in his like in his fight gear here with his shirt off and look at him. Well, it's He's not it, just, well, it's not as swollen at that point. Not yet. No, give it time. Um, so yeah, remind me. I will share way. that in the Facebook group. You guys have to see that. That is an uh, unlike this guy's left eye. It's an eye opener. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, I got more sports. Anderson Silva. I always like to bring you guys these crazy stories um, because I know John, you like this stuff. You're a bigger U- UFC fan than I am. Um, 
But Anderson Silva, uh, how old do you think Anderson Silva is now? It says his age here in this headline. He's 47 or 48. Oh, oh, good job. Anderson Silva, 47, says no way he's retiring after Jake Paul fight. So did he have a Jake Paul fight or is he set to have a Jake Paul fight is my no, question. Uh, the October 29th, so Ooh, at the okay. end of the month. Okay, are you gonna are you gonna go somewhere and watch that? I bet Cabos will have it. I'll be in Vegas. It, Ooh, the, the fight's in Vegas. Ooh, you motherfucker! You gonna put money on it? Uh, nah. No, if you were gonna, who would you put money on? It would be. Uh, is it Logan or? Oh, it'd be Jake. Jake. Uh, yes, yeah, Jake Jake's Paul. The one fighting. Yeah, Jake Paul. Or, oh, yeah. Yeah. I would put it on Jake because I don't think that there's any way that he's trying to tarnish his legacy, and I think they have some, not like an arrangement, but I think <laughs> uh, they, it's understood. Yeah, exactly. These things are always somewhat arranged. They have some kind of sly arrangement underneath, right? Yeah, I, I, I think Jake's going to go with 100% of his ability, and then there's some kind of agreement like, go easy, bro, right. with Anderson Silva, like right. kind of dial back your punches. Anderson Silva, his last boxing match, he beat uh, Chavez Jr. Who's oh, like, like Hugo amazing... Chavez or whatever? Really? I did not know this. Yeah, Julio Ch- uh, Chavez Julio Jr. Chavez, okay. Well, I say Chavez. You say Chavez. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomato, potato. <laughs> Bonds is It's more like Bonsai's. tomato, tomate, because it's Spanish, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like he rocked his fucking shit. And Anderson Silva was 45. When that fight went on. Okay, you know? okay. Well, and like, I would say I'm just going to go with Jake Paul because I feel like he's got a leg up on the competition. Because uh, last time I checked, when he kicks people, his leg doesn't snap and wrap around and kick himself in the thigh. But anyway, that's just that's the last true. fight I saw <laughs> Silva fight. That's true. I do like that's that true. guy. He's always been a hero of mine. But yeah, I don't know. Jake Paul's young, and he's got uh, less osteoporosis on his side. Um, um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, this is a personal favorite for both of us. We, um, you know, fourth wall broken, you know, the secret secret shared. John and I have a, uh, a secret sign to each other. If our recording machines run low and get down to one bar of battery, what do we do, John? How do we signal the each Kembe other? Matumbo the Dikembe Mutombo finger wag in the camera, right? Uh, yeah. Well, let's hope for better days for Dikembe Mutombo diagnosed with brain tumor, receiving treatment in Atlanta currently. Oh, don't tell me That's that. That's sad. He's yeah. one of my favorite uh, I know. Well, Philly, Philly Sixers. He played for oh, them. I forgot for a he bit played for the us. Sixers. That's right. Yeah, he got, he got us to an NBA Finals with well, the Lakers. Good. Well, you know, let's hope that the guy says no, 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 no to cancer. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, 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 uh. not in my house. He's been diagnosed with a brain tumor, and he gives his age here. What do you guess his age? Ah, uh, fifty-six. You, dude, are you reading these stories? Did I get it? Fifty-six-year-old no. Hall of Famer have... receiving treatment in Atlanta. The NBA announced Saturday. NBA global ambassador. Oh, he's the global ambassador and basketball Hall of Famer. Dikembe Mutombo is currently undergoing treatment for a brain tumor. He is receiving the best care possible from a collaborative team of specialists in Atlanta. Blah blah blah. Dikembe and his family asked for privacy, but look at his uh, in this still frame of this video. What's he doing, John? He's got the finger up, and he's look how young oh, he is yeah. there too. He certainly yeah, wasn't fifty-six he... in that still. Yeah, because he was big with the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta he, was like his main shit. It know? was. It was. And you could hear it when he talked. It was just such a southern drawl. <laughs> yeah. Right. Southern yeah. Nigeria. I, dude, um, I am on fire today. I can't believe I'm. I'm I know. I know. Well, the, let's. All right. I got some more. Let me see. Um, I know there was another sports one. Let me dig the sports one out. Try of me. Try um, me. Okay. Here's some more. I've actually got some more sad cancer news. Let me pull this story up because I've got it separate. Ah, here. Okay. Damn. Did you hear? Terry Bradshaw revealed he has battled two types of cancer in the past year. He was, or like 
I, I remember people commenting on how sickly he looked during right. the broadcast. Well, now we know, right? Yeah. I, oh, well, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it broke. This was a couple weeks back, but I definitely wanted to talk about this um, because ah. Terry Bradshaw, I've always loved that guy. But, I mean, it's it's apparently it ends on a good note. But I did, um, let me see, let me read the story I've got here. Uh, did you hear Terry Bradshaw revealed he has battled two types of cancer in the past year? The first being bladder cancer and the second being some rare cancer I've never heard of before called Merkel cell. I'm glad he made it out and didn't get murked by either of them. <laughs> I heard the story behind it is that he wasn't feeling well one day. He went to the doctor to get a checkup and found out he had the rare form of cancer. Only after seeing the phrase, did I do that, on his medical documents, did the doctors know just what kind of cancer it was. Would have been much cooler had he got the Stefan <laughs> variant, which they say is much smoother and easier to deal with than the standard Urkel type. Good to hear he prevailed over it all because that guy's a personal hero of mine. And I, I haven't seen Merkel take that kind of yeah. a beating since Eddie in yeah. the driveway basketball goal behind the Winslow house. <laughs> oh, man. My jokes yeah, aside, that, you know that stuff is true. And he had some kind of cancer called Merkel cell. And the first thing I heard when I heard Merkel cell was Urkel. I had to go with right. Merkel jokes there. But and people hey, need those, to know. That is I, all true I feel he, bad laughing. I don't. <laughs> No, I, I can't. Don't feel I bad laughing. You feel bad laughing because my jokes are funny. Fuck you, John Hannon. <laughs> don't you shit on me. Those are funny jokes. <laughs> We're not laughing at a dead man. We're laughing at a man who beat these things. So good for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good. I'm glad. Good. Yeah, good. I, I did hear some shit about it, but not enough. Um, let's <laughs> see. There was another sports. Don't tell me somebody died. That's what I don't want to hear. No, oh, do, here's I'll, the here's the other sports story, and this is more of just a headline. I could go into you know specifically what he said, but um, did you hear? Steph Curry calls for Brittany Griner's release during the Golden State Warriors ring ceremony. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess you know at the beginning of every um, you know every season that's you know they the last team to win you know whatever the championship oh, in this yeah. case the NBA championship was gets presented with their rings, and obviously a guy like Steph Curry is going to be given a microphone and chance to speak on it because he's the leader of the team. Um, and yeah, it's, Steph Curry took a moment to honor Brittany Griner during the Golden State Warriors championship ring ceremony on opening night, wishing the Hooper a happy thirty second birthday and supporting the efforts to bring her home. Good lord, so. She was 32 that day, wasting away in a Russian fucking prison. And he felt uh, bad for her. And he just, um, uh, quote, we want to continue to use our platform and the opportunity to shout out a very special member of the basketball community. Brittany Griner's birthday is today, Curry said, before the Warriors hung their fourth banner in eight years. Ra- rally to chant. Release BG. Release, Release BG. BG. Let her Release. smoke oil. Let her smoke vapes. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's, you know, that's a sad story. But I just, I, I was, I, that was a headline that just jumped out at me. And I was like, oh, Steph Curry bringing light to the, bringing light to the fight. Now, I don't know if it'll yeah. help, but let's hope. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a wishy-washy whole ordeal, that, uh, that situation. Let's see. Okay, this one, uh, this one. Uh, touched me personally because it has an SNL tie to it. But um, so Bill Murray has been in the headlines like crazy recently for a bunch of controversy. Have you heard about any of this? Somebody said he was an asshole. Well, recently. well, yeah. So, okay. Everybody's always kind of held Bill Murray. And I actually, I think I watched the documentary and talked about it on this show about how Bill, Bill Murray's known and loved, you know, worldwide and known for just like showing up randomly to people's things like college kids parties. He'll show up to a bar and just hang out yeah. with you or bartend all night. He showed up to a bar in like Austin and was like, can I bartend? Or do, the guy, the guy behind the bar was like, do you want to bartend? And he bartended for like an hour and, and he didn't keep any of the money and the bartending staff made more money than they had ever made. And so all 
these like things where like people have put him up on this pedestal. Well, now I think that pedestal is crumbling a little bit in the wake of uh, these allegations of him. Apparently, it's come to light that what he did was on this movie set with Aziz Ansari, uh, one of the you know PAs or, or makeup artists or somebody on the on the crew, not a star. But while he was wearing a mask, he was pretending to like grab all over this woman and kiss all over her body. And she felt very uncomfortable by that, which I understand, uh, especially not knowing, you know, Bill Murray personally or anything like that. And that um, sounds and like a realistic scenario. And complained, you know, that she was made to feel, you know, uncomfortable and kind of assaulted by by Bill Murray. And uh, so, you know, they've been kind of trying to cancel him or whatever or bring it to light ever since. And I, I heard they paid her like $100,000 to kind of buy her off and keep her silent and stop stop all these things from going forward. So in light of that, people are starting to, you know, it's come up. And when they're interviewing people that used to work with him, like on SNL, they ask them questions about it. So recently, Rob Schneider was doing an interview and uh, there was some some kind of I would I want to say accusations, but they're not really accusations. Uh, the headline just reads: um, Rob Schneider claims Bill Murray quote absolutely hated members of SNL cast, including Adam Sandler and Chris Farley. And then when I was reading the story for, further, it went on to say that like the reason he hated Chris Farley, in Rob Schneider's opinion, was that he thought Chris Farley was kind of well thought that John Belushi. And his life and his lifestyle was cool, the drinking, the drugging, the partying, which right. I wouldn't disagree with because look how Chris Farley lived his life up until the moment he died from the drinking, the drugging, the overeating, the partying. And that Bill Murray having being friends with Jim with uh, with Belushi back in the day, um, you know, took that to heart and was like, you know, kind of felt like you shouldn't make light of this. You should be taking better care of yourself and not venerating this 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 bad lifestyle, which is what yeah. caused his death, which is what also caused Chris Farley's death. But so yeah, it just goes on to say that like he just treated, in Rob Schneider's opinion, he treated a lot of that cast in those days, David Spade, Adam Sandler, um, just kind of like shit. And he felt like he hated Adam Sandler because it was effortless for Sandler and people just loved him and he had such a great personality. Whereas Bill Murray, maybe it, it turns out maybe he has a piece of shit personality and has to work hard to get people to have a high opinion of him and where yeah, it wasn't I mean, that way with Sandler he kind of I think it was more he, Schneider feels it was more of a jealousy thing for him against the, Sandler the story I heard about Bill Murray was from Seth Green you know Robot Chicken uh, I heard Chris that story Family this Guy. week too see these, there's he, so many of these coming out yes. yeah and he was talking about being a kid sitting on the sofa you know backstage not even really involved in the show or nothing and Bill Murray's like the host or whatever and I guess Seth Green was sitting in a, a spot that he likes to sit in or whatever. Yeah, apparently he was sitting on the arm of Bill Murray's chair and it made Bill Murray mad, which yeah, is like, yeah, yeah. first and foremost, what? And like, he like dragged him mad? by his feet and like yeah. went to dunk him in the trash can. And <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is, this is where by trash his ankles, goes. trash goes in the trash can. Yeah. And yeah. Seth, Seth Green said, he just felt like, what the fuck is this guy doing to me? Uh, and and furthermore, apparently Seth Green went to another person on set and was like let him know like i'm upset with bill murray you know with this guy for doing this to me like i felt like he belittled me and made me feel terrible and the other the other person on set looked at him and said you got to be the bigger person to like a nine-year-old child yeah regarding bill yeah. murray an adult fucking man like no bill murray has to be the bigger person in you're that fucking case. in your preteen stages uh, right yeah this is how you have to handle the situation when somebody wants to like do whatever they want to do pretty right. much um, that's that's horrible 
let's see. You mentioned uh, Harry Potter star Robbie Coltrane dead. I had that one. Um, let's see. Oh, there was a harrowing story story of a surfer who fought a great white attack in California and won. And oh is quote, grateful to be alive, obviously. Um, yeah, that story. That's and not... actually, I think there's some video from that. Ugh. You don't usually win that battle. No, I know, I know. Um, but I was reading some of the some of the the description of the actual the victim in this, and uh, he said he you know apparently you know he said after the fact I thought oh yeah I probably shouldn't have been in that area because there was more seals out that day than normal. So he thinks the shark thought he was a seal, and the way he he saved himself was literally fighting back, punching and kicking the shark after it initially bit him. Um, and that's oh, when, and, and he made it back to shore, and that's when somebody, you know, trank, uh, put a tourniquet on him and called the cops and saved the guy's life. But um, there's some gruesome photos from that story. I'll try to pull those, and we can share those online as well. Um, Jeffrey Dahmer, have you watched this Dahmer show on Netflix yet? Have you watched any of oh, it? Oh, not not the new documentary, no. So it's not a documentary. It's more of an episodic type deal. But is this the What's of, Up Doc too? What's that? Is this like is this like a half What's Up Doc? No, it's not. It's not year? documentary. This is not documentary at all. This is oh, just. No? Oh no, it takes some facts of the case and they kind of narrate them at that point, and it goes into oh, a narrative. Never written, mind. But, but it's kind of ba- loosely based on facts of the case for sure. And there are some photos. I think as some of these are actual photos of the case. Um, but yeah, it's a great show. Anyway, I've finished it. It's terrific. I highly recommend it on Netflix. Um, but because of that, it's been very controversial. The family is not happy with uh, people kind of like, you know, making this guy into a quote unquote hero, which I don't think the show does at all. Um, they're actually showing it's called Monster and it shows what a monster this guy was. I just think the family doesn't like this stuff being rehashed. And, you know, people, they, even though I take it the way that I think it's intended, that doesn't mean everyone does. And there are people out there who are definitely kind of taking this guy to be a hero or whatever or think he's cool for whatever reason, even though he was literally a monster. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. because of that, because of that and because of it being the season that it is, his costume is now very popular and is going to be very popular for the Halloween season. But well, it's more. Of- it's it's not like uh, like holding him up on a pedestal. It's just uh, you know, like like history just- does tend. History repeats itself. Right. So to prevent and history from repeating itself, you have to know what's you. going on. Let's share like, this stuff. Because I, let me say this. Do you, did you know anything of Jeffrey Dahmer prior to this stuff coming out? Like, did you know much about him? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because this happened in like the early, late 80s, early 90s. And when he was caught, it was like mid, early 90s. So I remember that happening. And I remember hearing the stories of he was eating people and he had all these victims and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't know the level of detail that this show goes into and what a monster this guy really fucking was. So that, you know, opened my eyes a lot to a lot deeper of the details than I knew as a young teenager when this happened. Yeah, it's like it's like that slogan, like curiosity kills the cat. And I think people are just curious. It's not a lot that they, of gay black cats they, in Milwaukee. Just saying, yeah, they don't, <laughs> they don't like have this high value of him, or they don't think he's like an amazing person or anything. Like right. when we when we study Hitler, we Thank study you. Hitler it's, because it, of we how don't study him because scary. how great he was. We study him to say like, look how fucking terrible this guy was, and we don't put him right. on a pedestal. I feel like yes, you're you're absolutely right. That's a good analogy, John. Um, I feel like they're both kind of in the same. You know, that's a great way to put it together. It's just kind of spreading the knowledge of who this guy was and what level of monster he yeah. actually equated to it it is shitty though because like the other side of the coin there are people like i think when uh richie ramirez or like ted bundy yeah. Yeah. those serial killers when they went to prison they were getting love letters like there oh, yeah. was and a lot of these fans. guys get married in prison because they yeah. you know because of b- twisted ass women or you know men whatever twisted ass people that have this want to attach themselves to this dark 
you know, disgusting personality because their their level of I want to say fame, but it's really infamy. Well, and, it's like you know, it's like that mantra, people like, attach themselves to that. They're always like, I can fix him. Right, he's a broken right. man. And he's a broken I can, man. I can, I can fix him, even though he's in prison for the rest <laughs> no. of his life. What is that? I don't. Okay, yeah, you're you're you. You know, somebody needs to fix you. That's my. They'll opinion. kill. They'll kill you. Yeah, yeah right. They'll take you out too. Um. They so, but be, because of his popularity and that show's popularity, they're thinking it's going to be a popular costume. And because of that, eBay is now banning it and removing costume pieces put up on eBay. And my question there was, who buys costumes off eBay? I don't know. Have you heard of Amazon? I don't know. I know, um, right? Is eBay still a thing? That's surprising. Uh, That's like Blockbuster. <laughs> so this one, this one jumped out at me um, because, again, it's it's a very short story. It's more of a headline, and I'll just read the headline, and then I will share the video in the Facebook group. And it actually kind of goes along with what we discussed earlier with the horn hunting. Um, but a bull elk attacks a tourist in Colorado. Um, crazy video. A bull shows. elk. A bull elk with a giant rack of horns. Yeah, look at this. I'll show you the still frame of it. But look at that giant elk with like a oh, like oh, a ten whoa. point rack or something or more, and he Dude, almost fucking gores like a, this guy right here. That is, and a in the video, the legs. guy. Oh, and actually, you know what? I'm going to play the video. Um, I want you guys to see if we can hear the audio here because <laughs> the audio of the person filming is my is the highlight of the video. To be honest, because the person filming is detested by this fucking asshole who's getting way too close to the bull elk. It's apparently like a, a naturalist who's like, you know, knows that you should take these things in from a distance and not try to fuck with nature, leave it <laughs> alone. So you will hear yeah. her opinion of things as. As this very short video progresses, let me play it and let you guys hear the audio. I yeah, when you first were saying that, I was like thinking they were going to do like a play by play, like oh, no, it's right, right, hook much from no. the elk. Oh, no, it's <laughs> it's very it's shorter than that. But she is not opposed to this guy getting gored to death. Let me just say that. Okay, here we go. Please kill him. God damn it, he's not going to kill him. Uh, okay, go for this guy. He's the same. Just kill him both. So I don't know if you could pick up on all that, John, but uh, when it starts, the elk is really close to the guy and looking at him straight on, and the woman says, please kill him. Please kill him. <laughs> and then the elk turns and looks at another guy who's kind of close to him, and she goes, oh, kill this guy. He's the same. They're both idiots. And then when well, the elk yeah. turns and looks back at the original guy and makes a run at him, that's when she goes, yeah, like cheering him on like Dikembe Mutombo in the 1996 like, well, Hawks game. Yeah, what are they doing? That's kind of irresponsible. That's stupid. I mean, I just I thought that was extremely. I just thought the commentary on that video was funnier than any other part of it. Um, quickly, I got a couple more headlines to read. Um, so I just uh, you know, as an SNL fan myself, I watch every week. Uh, Megan The Stallion just hosted. Um, this kind of ties into a couple things, SNL and the jewelry high story that you brought up earlier. So Megan the Stallion just hosted SNL last week and then directly following the show, she tweeted out, um, the headline here reads, Megan the Stallion says she's quote, physically and emotionally exhausted and taking a break. So apparently, yeah, she tweeted out just, uh, actually just before the show and said, um, 
Yeah, well, uh, let's see. Hotties, I'm really sorry, but after SNL, I really got to take a break. I'm so tired physically and emotionally, as I said uh, in the quote before. Um, but then I found out when I read further that it says, you can understand why she's kind of at the end of her rope. TMZ broke the story Friday. That, uh, while she was in NYC preparing for SNL, her home was burglarized. And how much money in jewelry, cash, and electronics do you think was taken from her oh, home? Oh, wow. So another jewelry heist. That's, yeah, when uh, you I mentioned say, heist, I, that's why I said, is it about Megan the Stallion? And you said no, and I was like, okay. Uh, is it a lot? Like, it's, okay, I'll so, say this. It's almost as much as that fucking that jewelry store lost. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like 325000 three hundred to $400,000 in jewelry, cash, and electronics. Damn. That's a lot of fucking money, dude. Damn. Um, yeah, oh my and God. hotties, and, hotties and is then, what she calls her little fan base. Like exactly, ah, yeah. Hey, and hotties, I wouldn't have ah. known that had I not seen her in SNL. Because aside from just hearing the kind of the little bits of stuff that she's gained notoriety for worldwide ah. in the news lately, I don't know much <laughs> yeah. about her. It's all the tongue out. Ah, yeah, it's a lot of that. Um, let's see. Oh, there's. Oh, I mean, I'm sure this is news ad nauseum everywhere, but I was very surprised to see that the Stock, Stockton, California serial killer. You familiar? I know you've heard about this story. Is that the one where, like, the is it the four people? Oh. No. A little bit. Not enough. For years, but, uh, I guess, they've been, they've been tracking or thinking, you know, they've got dozens of victims from, from this guy. And they're all, what's weird about this serial killer is that he's just shooting people. You know, normally, like, serial killers are much more personal. They want to, like, cut you or stab you or whatever kind of twisted, sadistic shit that they do. This guy's just going around shooting people. But the biggest surprise here was that when I heard serial killer, what's the picture you got in your head? Uh... White guy, a little bit of facial hair, yep. glasses. Weird for white sure. incel Jeffrey Dahmerish looking motherfucker, Short hair. right? Right. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Me. Black kinda. guy. Black guy. Maybe, maybe the first black serial killer ever that I that I can name. Wow. To be honest with you, yeah, young black Actually, guy. Actually, yeah. So that one, that one took me by surprise. You might be right. Right. Oh, wow. Think of think of a serial killer that's not been a weird white guy. I can't exactly. Um, oh man, see. that hurts. <laughs> okay, uh, this one I got a couple. This one I got this story, and then I got another quick one. Uh, this one touches close to home for me because uh, uh, there's Jeopardy news, like new things in the world of Jeopardy. So you know, obviously Jeopardy's been soldiering on without Al- Alex Trebek since his death, and they've kind of doing doing the dual host between Mayim Bialik and Ken Jennings, the former yeah, greatest champion and they've of had all their time. Problems. Yeah, I mean, people say that, but to me, it's been the show's been just as good as ever. I miss Alex for sure, but you know, I definitely and I think I prefer Ken Jennings to Mayim Bialik as host. But I don't mind either one of them. Um, in the Jeopardy world, it's 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 more affluent than ever. In that now there is um, there's Celebrity Jeopardy going on, which is weekly. I'm watching that every week. I get my Jeopardy every day. Um, I well, definitely get my Jeopardy like, fix. The fan base of Jeopardy is like can be harsh. You know, oh, they like are. You have a lot to stand up to, or like a lot. You to, do because uh, it's a. It's like the SNL fan base, right? It's like an institution. It's like season yeah. thirty-eight, I think, or something like that. Of uh, yeah, thirty-eight, thirty-eight or thirty-ninth season of Jeopardy, and like the forty-eighth season of SNL. So yeah, when you've got like a long-standing history like that, people are going to shit on it for not being quote unquote what it used to be. Because things there's change. an expectation, yeah. Well, and I'm sure people will shit on this change, but this change is exciting for me. Um, so there's a potential new Jeopardy spinoff sister show to feature former Jeopardy champions, which will be aired live. So it's like there's no, you know, there's no, 
there's no net, so to speak. It'll be live and it'll be, you know, any mistakes will be aired live for all the world to see. And it's going to be like, a, again, like a champions of the champions type thing um, where they're just using the biggest champions ever to kind of go, go against each other, um, which I'm, you know, I'm holding my breath to see mm. that because that'll be some of the smartest Jeopardy anyone's probably ever seen played. But another one which which I really like to hear also is that they're contemplating changes to the rule set and that they want to give a cash prize completely separately to the final winnings to anyone who runs an entire category. So let's say you answer all five questions in a category. Yeah, now they want to say, like, in addition, so they'll give you a cash prize, whatever that is, $5,000, $1,000 or whatever. You get that even if you lose and you don't win a dollar in Jeopardy. You go home third place. You still get your 1000 or whatever that cash bonus is for running a category, and I like that. That's a a cool change. If you're you're like a history buff or like a mathematician or something like that, then you know you you can can run a whole, yeah, a religious category or geographical category, whatever the case may be. Absolutely. I like that. I feel I find that intriguing, and I like that little twist to the rule set. Yeah, and I think that can push the show as opposed to set it back. Um, and then quickly, finally, um, there's a lot more stories to get to, but we're running out of time, guys. We won't bother you anymore. This is a really quick one. Uh, did you oh, hear? We're, we're over two. We're like yeah. we're going on three hours. If we're a real. Yeah. We're a real. Uh, all the small stuff in this one, guys. But uh, <laughs> did you hear that guy from the show Justified just started showing his dick online? You know the show Justified. You know what I'm talking about? Well, he I also played uh, he also played Randy Cordry in uh, in the office. You know what I'm talking about? And he's in oh, uh, he's in that uh, Santa yeah, Clarita yeah. diet. Yeah, apparently you yeah. can check you can check these photos out for yourself at timothyonlyfans.com. Hmm. Handsome man. I mean, I'll be damned. <laughs> there is no denying that. The guy's name is Tim- Timothy Oliphant. That was a joke. <laughs> Oh, is it? Oh, I didn't know his real name. <laughs> Anybody who knew his knew. name, I know you didn't. Anybody who knew his name, sure. that. And I appreciate yep. you guys. You're my audience, and we love you. Sure. Thanks for putting up with our bullshit. Yeah, that flew over my head. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> I'm just like, oh yeah, I'll sign up. I'll check it out. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, I had a weird, a weird shower <laughs> thought question this week. I'll add this one real quick. Um, I was gonna, yo, that's so funny. I was gonna ask you if you had any shower thoughts or like. I just had a weird yeah, one, I was like ask. a weird non-answerable question. But like, if uh, if you know, if, like, think of a famed uh, a, fa- a person famed for being bisexual, like Freddie Mercury, maybe because wasn't he married to a woman at one point? Yeah, and I know like he's famously gay, but who? Yeah, Elton John. Yeah, they, like they had some Same women thing. in their past as well. But so let's say uh, an Elton John or a Freddie Mercury Mercury hopped on a bike, would they be a bicyclist or a bicyclist? Bi. Cyclist, I think yeah. it could be both, right? By, in 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 all seriousness, by, you could call them whichever one you want, and both would be correct. <laughs> I guess technically, <laughs> I mean, that's that's what the prefix by it's all is for. it's all spelled the same. It's just how you pronounce it, baby. That's what the prefix is for. Is by? I mean, it would be both. Yeah, you're right. Just wow. like cigarettes in England, it's all on how you pronounce it, baby. <laughs> I feel like that was a trap, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so that wraps it up. I forget what number episode this is. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. We believe that's is what that we what think. It is? That's what we yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but following this, be sure to check out that rambling, buzzing bonus episode of when I went to Nashville and surprised Coleman for his oh, birthday. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll be we dropping that time. too. Yeah, my birthday, birthday garage tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was uh, on the most recent episode of Tidbits. I think it was called Hannonball. Oh yeah, like cannonball. I like, but I like that. But Hannonball—that's a good title. That's a damn yeah, good yeah. title. Good job, Edgy. And, uh, 
Yeah, and we were talking about it, but The Other Side of Death, uh, that's a podcast that I produce. Uh, we're in the early stages, four or five yes. episodes in. Yeah, absolutely. I think there should be five Please or six by out. now, but what do I know? <laughs> Please check it out. <laughs> like, Let me know what you, what you think of it. Uh, I'll be going to Vegas for a week, uh, so there will be a little bit of another lull. There's I like that lull. though. You're going to take the recorder though. We're going to try to fit something in. We're going to try to get you at the uh, at the slot machine. Maybe you can interview like an octogenarian on oxygen with a cigarette. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe we can play Dick. like we could play like. Uh, oh, you're bringing Dick. Dick. What about Dick, what Dick about your friend Richard though? Are you going to take him yeah. or just the one in your <laughs> yeah. pants? D- oh, oh, it's not either of them. Uh, Dicky Superstar Killer. He's the one that's coming with me. Yeah. Dicky so Superstar not- Killer. I don't know what that is. Ah, uh, Richard Dickface. Dick <laughs> is that is that his it's nickname? A, I don't know home. that nickname. Okay, he's everything. Dick Jared, I like. But yeah, Dick so Jared. he's coming with me. So I, like maybe even from the hotel room, if we. Can I like that. Up. I like that. Well, we should we and, could play like some Vegas bingo and see if we can get you to find like, I don't know, like uh, somebody in the casino who is like the same age as the cigarettes they're smoking, like one twenties. Let's see if you can find that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Do a little gauntlet. If, they, if they're if they're if they're a skinny gauntlet. if they're a skinny woman from Virginia smoking a one twenty and they're over ninety, fucking you win. You win all wow. the space bucks, bro. Yeah, and I say, what's your name, lady? Menthol Morris. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> what she says it, but you can't understand it because it just comes out like Menthol. like like Max like Max Mom from Always Sunny. She talks like no. that lady. <laughs> <laughs> she just grunts and shit. Yeah, she's like Tim Taylor if he smokes cigarettes for eighty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, and maybe next week we'll uh, or well, I, I say next week it'll probably be two, but we <laughs> like maybe we'll coordinate a weird beer or a what's up doc. Yeah, we'll like have that. to get a weird beer in. Get Absolutely, and I got a what's up doc. Actually, I just watched one today before we recorded that I can report on. I oh, think oh, I yeah. still I think okay. I still owe actually I think I still owe one for the show uh for Mad Men only which was re- uh requested by friend of the show and listener Jim Enzarillo sent me the info on that. I did I ever review that? I don't know if I did or not. I'm going to have to go back and listen to our own bullshit. I don't <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Maybe well, if I did about it. If I didn't, then I'll review that. And if I did, I'll review the other one that I just watched. Yeah, I have no about idea. About my dad. The other. And my notes are crumbled. That's right. Just That's like it. just like this show and your chances at life, life. Yeah. crumbled. Uh, <laughs> uh, episode 215, we think. Uh, this is funny to informing, and we hope that you guys have been enjoying it and listening and laughing with us and shooting the shit and at us. as much as we enjoy all of it. Shh. I yeah. am fucking this up. But I am John. That is Chris Pizza Pies and Coleman. <laughs> and Coleman? Tip your horny, horn-hunting, scrambling ramblers. <laughs> And all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white guy. You know it's kinda hard just to get along today Our subject isn't cool but he fakes it anyway He may not have a clue and he may not have style But everything he lacks, well he makes up in denial So don't be fake, play us straight You 
two, yeah, he's getting ink done. He asked for a 13, but they drew a 31. Friends say he's trying to. 